Welcome to Dress to Manifest, a podcast for ambitious women who are ready to embody their best self through style and make their dreams a reality. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, a personal stylist and confidence coach with a compassionate, intuitive, and spiritual approach to styling. I help heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs shine in an authentic, aligned style that cultivates magnetic confidence and joy. Let's dress to manifest. Hello, and welcome to Dress to Manifest. This episode is a continuation of the Astrological Archetype series, and we are covering Scorpio season and Scorpio archetypes today. So I actually, before this Astrological Archetype series officially started, last year I did an episode about Scorpio season. So I like to think of this as like, in true Scorpio fashion, a transformed, reinvented, new sort of improved version of that episode. So if you listen to that episode, you'll hear some familiar things, but trust that there is some new info in here for you to soak up. So I'm recording this November 1st, so it's like right after Halloween, and I feel like it's funny because Scorpio is really a lot about transformation, and it's so appropriate that Halloween takes place during Scorpio season because we put on costumes to transform for the night and it's all of the spooky season themes are so on point with the Scorpio themes of like death and rebirth and at the heart of it all really transformation being unafraid of the shadows the spooky right um but we will go into that later so Scorpio season started October 23rd we're well underway and we still have a ways to go. We have until November 21st, so I hope that this episode can help you make the most out of your Scorpio season. Scorpio is a fixed water sign. Other fixed signs include Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius, and fixed energy is very much about like determination and sometimes a stubbornness, but they are like that people in the group project that are going to get it done like they are the reliable people who are going to follow through and that energy is super helpful at times it can be hard and that's why we need the other sort of modalities in astrology to balance it out everybody has um, something to contribute in the group project metaphor and if you listen to other episodes of um, the astrological archetypes before You'll have heard me use that metaphor before, and it really is my favorite metaphor to describe the modalities within astrology. So other water signs include Cancer and Pisces. So Scorpio is a water sign, and water is connected to our emotions, our intuition, and our flow. And Cancer is a cardinal water sign. So cardinal signs are like the initiators. And being a water sign with emotions cancer they initiate emotional healing and connection and the visual i get of cancer is like i think of two people at like sunset having a heart to heart on the beach as the waves roll in and then pisces is a mutable water sign mutable signs they are all about accepting change and being adaptable so i i really believe pisces reminds us to be open to how our inner world can change and express our emotions through art and that visual I get for Pisces is like an artist 
inspired and painting a rushing river and like an enchanting looking forest. So now we get to our Scorpio, which is so powerful, a fixed water energy. And it's an interesting opposing energy because it's like water, we imagine it flowing, but then you have this fixed side to it that's so like, okay, how does that work, right? And the way that I see it, the visual for Scorpio being fixed water, I see like an iceberg, like literally frozen water and then dark murky water surrounding it and you don't know how far down that iceberg goes or what it actually looks like under there and it's like this really like mysterious kind of spooky private vibe and I think that this visual illustrates like this fixed energy in a water sign because it's just like it sounds like it's fixed it's unwavering it's determined and Scorpio energy is really unwavering in it's analysis of our emotions and encouraging us to face and accept the full spectrum of those emotions. So Scorpio is represented by the scorpion, but they're also represented by other creatures that symbolize transformation, like the mythic figure of like the phoenix rising from the ashes, or a snake shedding its skin, or a butterfly bursting from its cocoon. Scorpio rules the 8th house of death, rebirth, sex, mental health, and other people's money or resources. They are ruled by the planet of Pluto, which has that scorpionic theme of cycles of death, regeneration, rebirth, transformation, a breaking down of things to make way for the new. So I like to think of this as like major underworld energy, delving into the shadows of our subconscious mind. It reminds me of that scene in Hercules. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the Disney movie Hercules, this is not accurate to the myth, but it goes into my point well. Um, but Hercules basically saves Meg by going into the underworld and being unafraid to like face his ego and like sacrifice himself potentially for her. And then he comes out victorious and that's really what transformed him from mortal to god. There's also the tragic Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. Um, and that story is of like that really talented musician poet who goes down to the underworld to save his love. And basically the one condition that Hades gives is he cannot look back. Unfortunately, he looks back at her ghost as they're about to like make it back into the mortal world and she gets sent back forever. It's super, super sad, but I feel like it's a lesson of self-trust and it's another another myth of going into this voyage, this like fearless voyage into the underworld and the lessons that come from it and how we're transformed by that voyage. And it is all a metaphor for really like our subconscious mind. Some Scorpio archetypes that I love to describe this fixed water sign as are the sensual phoenix rising, the witch or sorceress, the private investigators, the therapists, and or space holders. Scorpios teach us how to face our shadows. They teach us the art of reinvention, rebirth, and transformation, and of radical self-acceptance and really not shying away from our darkness, but accepting it as a part of ourselves without self-judgment or shame. Because Scorpio sees that our true power really lies in acknowledging our flaws, our shadows, our imperfections without shame, and integrating that shadow rather than trying to get rid of it. 
And by shadow, I mean like the parts of ourselves that we repress and avoid confronting and feel shame around. And it could come from painful childhood memories or just parts of ourselves that we feel shame around and don't want to associate with. And it can control us subconsciously if we keep avoiding it. So identifying the true underlying emotion to overreaction and allowing yourself to feel and be authentic and transparent with yourself and what you're really feeling in order to process it is so important. And I feel like Scorpio really reflects that back to us. What am I really feeling? How do I process this so the emotion doesn't just get stuck in my body and continue to repeat? And feeling through it and releasing rather just intellectualizing the emotion and I feel like with that comes with sitting with the dark shit and making it be okay and just accepting yourself where you are at and the way I see it is there was a time where and this was actually this year that I realized this that I was like diplomatically journaling (laughs) to be To be transparent, I have a Libra Mars, and what that means is all of the beautiful Libra qualities of being diplomatic and seeing different sides of a situation and fair and just, all of those themes are applied in my Mars sign, which is all about um, anger and like war and yeah, just how we process anger and take um, action and what motivates us. So It's a very kind of people-pleaser sort of placement to have when it falls into shadow. And basically, when I would journal, my Libra Mars would come out and just be like, like, wouldn't let me be a bitch, basically. Like, wouldn't let me just bitch out about how I really, truly felt about things. And it kept me stuck. And once I just, like, let out, like, like, let it rip, like, not judge myself about like what I was really feeling and like not judge myself for like what actually came out on the page and just recognize that that's just like what I needed for my processing. Um, Wow, so much healing happens when you just like acknowledge your shadow instead of just like ignoring it. And um, me being a Leo, I'm just like staring at the sun, staring at the sun. And then my, um, I have a Scorpio moon in midheaven. And um, yeah, it's, it's very strong in me that Scorpio energy is super strong in me so I speak on Scorpio from um, deep intimate experience with getting to know and embrace my own Scorpio energy and I think that that's been the most transformative part of my astrological journey is embracing that side because you really like healing starts with awareness and not deluding ourselves into thinking that um we're ever going to be fully healed healing is always a journey and healing is also not our purpose um it's also just being and loving ourselves in every single phase of our evolution and unconditional love really comes from accepting ourselves at every stage and knowing that when we are honest with ourselves that's when the most transformation occurs I think that um, a good example of kind of just like letting yourself sit with the darker emotions like is Taylor Swift's recent new songs. Like I really love anti-hero and vigilante shit by Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift actually has a Scorpio moon like me and that made me feel so seen when I found that out. We also have the same rising which is Capricorn rising 
And I just love the lyrics of like, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. And she's talking about all the ways that, you know, she can see that she's falling short, but it's not like she's singing it just to sing it. Like she's letting it like a catharsis out of these emotions, letting this judgment of herself out and also taking ownership and accountability of like, okay, this is where I'm the problem. It's not like the world is always happening to me, just seeing where we can take accountability too for our own patterns so we can break them. How I would describe my dear Scorpio, I like to do little personality paragraphs or descriptors of of you guys for every sign. So this is how I would describe my dear Scorpio. Your badass ride or die friend who is always there for you and your talks often turn into low-key therapy sessions has an insanely strong intuition about people and can tell if the vibes are off in a situation right away. This friend helps you insta-stalk your crush so intensely. It's as if she were a professional detective. Uh, She would probably watch true crime and or horror with you. She's probably interested in the metaphysical, most likely can read your birth chart for you and or has her own extensive crystal collection, wears black and or neutrals majority of the time, and no matter what life throws at them, they always rise from the ashes like the phoenix that they are, and if anything, they come out of it stronger and glowed up, and they just have reinvented themselves time and time again. So that is how I would describe you, dear Scorpios. Um... You're all so powerful and magnetic. Even if they aren't into the metaphysical or esoteric, Scorpios do have like this obsessive nature to them um, where they're going to follow like follow that rabbit hole down, 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 down because they're so curious. And this means that even if they're, they aren't into like astrology or crystals or any of those things, Um, They definitely have a passion or multiple passions that they can consume content endlessly around. And um, I relate to this where I go through phases of hyperfixation on a hobby. Um, So maybe you could see that in your own Scorpio friends or if you are a Scorpio, maybe you could see that in yourself. So their magic, Scorpio's magic, is really in transmuting the tragedy and pain that they've experienced into triumph and healing. And it's not not by denying how awful the things were or just dismissing them. We're not about bypassing here, but by accepting and releasing, accepting that it happened and moving on for yourself. I like to think of Scorpio energy too as like fall leaves shedding and there's like this moment of vulnerability where the leaves are so fragile and they're so bright and orange and then they start to fall. And then like in that shedding, in that moment of vulnerability, it's all in order to invite in that new growth and through release, the beauty and the breakdown. And wherever there is a death or ending, a new beginning or rebirth is taking place. Another thing about Scorpios is they demand depth and trust. Absolutely. They are, again, like I said, your ride-or-die friend. They are extremely loyal, um, and they don't let everybody in. They're, even if other people 
feel like they are close to Scorpio. It might not always be reflective of how the Scorpio feels about them um, because Scorpios have this innate ability to get people to open up to them because they are not afraid to go deep and they are never judging the other person um, because again, Scorpio energy is all about self-acceptance and they're just not going to judge another human and like for their darker qualities and so that makes Scorpio super easy to open up to and with that you know they're going to need to protect their energy as well that's my some advice for you my Scorpios because people are going to open up to you and then you're going to realize like you're basically having like counseling coaching therapy sessions without being paid (laughs) I can't count how many times as an uber like passenger that I've like accidentally held space or just unwittingly found myself um being like a counselor to my uber drivers or um even just having strangers seek me out as a scorpio moon out in public like i'll be minding my business and strangers will just like spill their entire life story to me and it's something that i you know i'm honored and i find it like a sacred gift but for sure you're gonna need to protect your energies like I would come home drained with like my groceries rotting like in my trunk because I just like listened to a stranger like release a bunch of things about their life to me in like a grocery store parking lot for an hour. Like that is a true story. Like my milk totally did not, it wasn't good by the time I got home. True story. Um, So Scorpios, you got to protect your energy. You got to have some powerful boundaries um, and yeah, just have some discernment with when you want to hold that space for people and make sure that you have trusted people in your circle that can do that for you. Also, Scorpio has like trouble with small talk, which I find funny. Like they are those people at the party that, and this is why they tend to get people opening up to them easily is they go like to the heart of the question and they can tell usually if somebody is not feeling like if they're feeling off they'll sense they'll be that person who goes are you okay are you okay and then the person will just like let down the facade and go okay no I'm not okay this is what's actually happening they really prompt like this honesty in people um, because they embody that in themselves the opposite sign of Scorpio the sister sign if you will is Taurus and for each sister sign They have opposite energies, but they also have a common thread. So their common thread here is security. Taurus is also a fixed sign the way Scorpio is. So they still have like, they both have that unwavering sort of determined, like very like, I'm going to get this done energy. They have that in common. But Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So where their common thread is security, they're concerned with different things. So... Taurus is more concerned with like physical security slash resources, whereas Scorpio is interested in emotional security. So Taurus really teaches Scorpio the importance of getting grounded into the physical realm and really healing through the sensory, providing with resources. It's like you need food to survive. You need to drink your water. You need to exercise and um, really nourish yourself nourish your body like enjoy life in a very sensual way while Scorpio teaches Taurus the importance of honoring their spiritual needs healing through connecting to their inner world and recognizing 
that there are realms and magical things that exist beyond what we can see and encourages Taurus like hey like let's also channel within let's talk it out and they really balance each other really beautifully to go into more traits for Scorpios some traits that I listed here for you you are magnetic mysterious emotionally intelligent transformative spiritual intuitive dauntless oh my god dauntless like you know the dauntless um if you watch divergent um that dauntless faction if you've seen it you know what i mean like their whole vibe and their kind of like style it's giving like scorpio aries anyways back on track um scorpios are perceptive they are private resilient sensual their shadow side is they could be paranoid jealous vengeful unforgiving and emotionally volatile again i say this every episode as a disclaimer every single sign has a light and a shadow do not let the astrology memes especially like meme accounts that are biased towards any sign fool you like every single sign has light in the dark and i feel like scorpios are the perfect sign to talk about that with because they are like the sign that's like cut the bs we all have this darker side to us and we have to acknowledge it in order to be living authentically every every single sign can be roasted every single sign can be uplifted maleficent actually as portrayed by angelina jolie and also in the original sleeping beauty like the cartoon character maleficent um is for sure a scorpio in my opinion um she held like a grudge against aurora's parents and literally like cursed her at her was it called christening and um i think that all water signs give me fairy energy to be honest but scorpio it kind of gives me like dark fairy energy like maleficent um so i just wanted to mention that holding grudges is definitely shadow side scorpio like peak energy (laughs) so going into some style icons for scorpio and i just i mean style icons as well as just icons who really embody their sign so karama brown is a scorpio he is a culture expert on queer eye and host of his new talk show karamo and he is famously known for his heart-to-heart conversations and exercises with people that cause tears of release and healing especially with his heroes on queer eye oh my gosh i love karamo i've seen him speak in person um, I'm a huge fan of Queer Eye. Queer Eye has been a formative part in my journey and actually inspired my path to be a personal stylist and confidence coach and astrologer. Um, but when I was first starting out, I remember I was trying to find my path and I saw an episode um, of Queer Eye, of many episodes. I was a huge fan still at this point. But I remember like turning to my boyfriend and being like, God, if I could just do what Tan does and what Karamo does and like mix it together, together, that would be like my dream job. And then I had this light bulb moment about it. So um, Queer Eye and the, you know, Queer Eye crew, they just have such a special place in my heart. And I just really admire Karamo and just how he holds himself. He's so eloquent and so emotionally intelligent as a Scorpio would be. And does not shy away from the darker topics or emotions and he's also an activist 
2015, he co-founded 6in10.org, an organization that works to combat HIV stigma and provides mental health support and HIV education to the Black LGBT community. And he also released in 2019 a children's book called I Am Perfectly Designed, which is all about loving who you are exactly as you are, an exuberant celebration of self. And it's all about um, a father assuring a confident boy that he has all that it takes to explore and succeed in the world, even when the boy gets mad or sad or confused. Like, how scorpionic is that? Like, this standing up for, um, you know, the Black LGBT community and, you know, fighting that stigma and being unafraid to go there and, like, confront people about that. And then this children's book that's about self-acceptance, like, regardless of, like, your emotional inner world and knowing that you'll, you have what it takes to succeed and encouraging kids in that way and knowing you are perfectly designed as you are. And I just, goodness, he's just very, like, amazing Scorpio energy embodied. I love Karamo Brown. Next, we have Gabrielle Union, who is an iconic actress known for her extensive career, especially in some 90s movies we've grown up with. I specifically know her from Bring It On, Deliver Us From Eva, 10 Things I Hate About You, all movies I rewatched so much growing up. And she played really smart, strong, cunning women who I could definitely see being Scorpios. And I feel like again, one of the biggest strengths of Scorpio is really transmuting pain and just hardship and tragedy into healing and healing for others and really changing the world by speaking up about those things. And I feel like that is exactly what Gabrielle Union does, where she opened up to stand in solidarity with survivors of assault about her own story um, and became an advocate for them. And she regularly speaks out against injustice and racism. And she honors her late friend who passed away from breast cancer with breast ca- cancer awareness work. And she even became a spokesperson for Planned Parenthood's breast health initiative. So in so many ways, Gabrielle Union has taken all these things and created just such an impact with that work and yeah she even created a really beautiful memoir which was a collection of essays about her different stories like her different experiences that have to do with power color gender feminism and fame and stories of her experiencing bullying, different beauty standards, competition with women in Hollywood, um, growing up in white California, suburbia, and then going to spend summers with her black relatives in Nebraska, uh, coping with crushes, puberty, and the divorce of her parents. I'm reading the book description here. But with all of that, um, it says that she compels us to be ethical and empathetic and reminds us of the importance of confidence, self-awareness, and the power of sharing truth, laughter, and support. Oh my goodness. I have this on my book list. I, one, of my, one of my dear friends um, has read it and she absolutely loved it and I can't wait to read it too. And just all of this 
like fearlessness in talking about these things, bringing them to light um, to prompt healing is just ultimate Scorpio energy, such Phoenix rising energy. And yeah, Gabrielle Union really embodies her Scorpio traits in that way. Next, I have actually a duo. We have Chris and Kendall Jenner because they are so like famous for rising to fame through really reinventing themselves. I mean, the Kardashian-Jenner clan, really all of them have, but I feel like Chris and Kendall specifically have that sort of transformational energy. Kylie as well, because she has a Scorpio moon. But anyways, Chris is a super cunning and smart businesswoman who obviously helped her family rise to astronomical fame. And she was literally once a flight attendant in 1976. And then she became a socialite, um, you know, through her marriage. And then she is now like this pop culture matriarch slash brand builder who's like recognized worldwide. And just that shift throughout her life is, it's astonishing, really. And Jenner explained her operations as a businesswoman in her memoir. um, And this is a quote from it. I started to look at our careers like pieces on a chessboard. Every day I woke up and walked into my office and asked, what move do you need to make today? It was very calculated. My business decisions and strategies were very intentional, definite, and planned to the nth degree. That is literally Scorpio making moves. Like Scorpios are so strategic. Um, And I feel like the best word I keep saying is like cunning. They really are. Um, So you could really see her business finesse and strategy with how she helped her daughters and herself rise to fame. Next, we have Kendall, who really shifted her public perception from the Kardashians' kid sister to a reality star in her own right to now like a full-blown fashion runway model. And Kendall's style is like super scorpionic, which we'll get into in a little bit, but... Yes, she dresses in very sensual, all black, very figure-hugging. And for one Halloween, I don't think this Halloween, but she dressed like a glamorous witch. And I know that's like a really common costume, but she looked so at home in that look. She even recently had a photo shoot with a hand-painted temporary tattoo of a Scorpio on her butt. (laughs) Which I love how like, it's like Scorpios are very like, um, sexually empowered so I love that it was like literally on her ass and she posted with the caption we get it you're a Scorpio like she really she always says that she resonates with her Scorpio so I think that that's so funny that she put that as her caption and she's like more private with her love life I would say compared to her sisters and Scorpios are notoriously private they like to have an air of mystery Speaking of Air of Mystery, our last style icon, who is one of the biggest names in the fashion world, Anna Wintour. She has served as editor-in-chief of Vogue since 1988, global chief content officer for Condé Nast since 2020, the artistic director of Condé Nast, and the global editorial director of Vogue. Wow. If you don't recognize Anna, um, Anna Wintour, Wintour, um, She has like the classic like bangs with like the short hair bob, um, the sunglasses that are her trademark sunglasses. And 
She rose through her career for being ahead of trends. And she does have that air of mystery to her. Um, people people um, famously say that they find her intimidating. It's like her vibe. Um, and she always wears her trademark sunglasses. And she actually, in an interview, said that she found them incredibly useful. This is a direct quote. Um, she found them incredibly useful because you avoid people knowing what you're thinking about. <laughs> I just laugh because it's so on the nose for Scorpio who they want to know who they can trust and they don't fully like give their trust away easily. Um, they kind of have a guard up at first um, because they have a good sense for people and they, they want to just have their own privacy as well. They like that kind of feeling of being a mystery and um, protecting their own emotions. So I love that she also described her sunglasses as her armor. Uh, wow, that's just the perfect way um, to describe that for a Scorpio. She's also known for the famous book and movie The Devil Wears Prada by her former assistant Lauren Weisenberg. And Wintour is known to have allegedly inspired Miranda Priestly, who was played by Meryl Streep, like, amazingly. And I just think it's so funny because, like, she wore Prada to the show's premiere, which is so, like, she owned that. She really owned that. Um, despite, like, there was reports that the movie office was so similar to her office that she, like, redecorated hers to look different. Um, so, yeah. It's kind of a mystery how Anna Wintour actually feels. She's praised the movie, but there's been, you know, different, different, like, reports of her also not liking that it was based off of her. Um, so just, just like a Scorpio to still be an enigma. Um, but I love that she had that power move, which is totally a power move, um, to wear Prada to the Devil Wears Prada movie premiere. Moving on next to some style advice and also just kind of describing Scorpio style. Scorpio style is very black, body hugging, there's cutouts, lace-up details, um, there's some Scorpios who wear fishnets, ripped jeans, there's like kind of a rock and roll vibe here where um, Scorpios love to wear graphic t-shirts, combat boots, strappy details and both clothing and accessories. Um, a sexy and edgy take on athleisure, streetwear, leather, plaid, lace. And this could also apply to you, especially if you have a Scorpio Venus and a Scorpio rising. Um, but also if you have a Scorpio moon like me, because this definitely influences my style as well. So now I'm going to review some style advice questions for you. These are from the previous episode, but I just think that they are still really powerful, and if you haven't heard them, I want you to use them for this Scorpio season. What is something you don't let yourself wear? What's the story or feeling behind it? Either keep, amend, or break the rule. It is all about what you're ready for. So that is about like permission, giving yourself permission um, to be unapologetic, because I think that with Scorpio's raw honesty, um, there is that unapologetic energy. And letting yourself change too um, and transform as well. Because even though you don't let yourself wear it, um, 
you can always change your mind. You can always evolve. Next, another sort of style evolution question. Uh, What type of style do you judge and why? Our judgments tell us something about our shadow. So if you look at somebody's style and you think, oh, that looks kind of too bold, um, that can be about maybe a fear of being seen. If you think someone's style is too sexy, um, like I used to have, you know, judgments around that when I was younger, like a teenager, um, because I was growing up in a private school and I had a very skewed view of modesty and I was, you know, being instilled all of these ideas of what's um, appropriate or about womanhood that like weren't even mine. So what can these judgments that we have about other people's style teach us about ourselves and how we subconsciously judge ourselves and again letting ourselves change our mind it's another tip for scorpio season is owning your sensuality because scorpio they get this reputation of being this super sexy sign like the sexiest sign of the zodiac um but that's really because not only do they rule um you know sex as well but they have this alluring intense quality about them Um, because scorpio being about death and destruction rebirth and creation that naturally has to do with sex so what makes you feel sensual and proud of your body and do you wear those things often and why not if you're uncomfortable with expressing that side of yourself, how can you wear fabrics that feel sensual on your body? Tapping into that Taurus sister sign of like enjoying life in a very sensory way to get in balance. Silk, velvet, cashmere, satin. Like what just imagine it on you and going, oof, like what feels good? Drop into your body and feel into that. How has your style evolved through the years? Were there any notable moments in your life? that caused a shift in your personal style. What are you glad that you released both in your life and your style? Lastly, create a list of intentions for the next six months of your life. How do you want to feel and who would you be if you held nothing back? Imagine you are in that reality now with all those intentions having come into fruition. You are feeling powerful and unapologetic. Now, what would that version of you choose to wear? In that visualization of yourself, what is she wearing? What are they wearing? These style advice questions are definitely more like psychological um, because Scorpio season is a time to get into your psyche, baby. It's a time to like really delve deep into your subconscious and see how it's affecting your decision making around your style. Tying it back to style always here on Dressed Manifest. Some extra little bonus tips for you is to embody some Scorpio energy or if you are Scorpio looking to harness more of your Scorpionic energies um, in order to really like do a kind of reflection on your style evolution, I recommend literally going back and doing sort of like a little gallery for yourself, if you will, of how your style has changed to take stock of it and showcase like your own evolution for yourself. See how you've reinvented yourself time and time again and how you always have permission to do it at any time. And another little bonus tip, be intentional with your style and reflect on deeper meanings. Like add symbolism to things. Like use style, as I like to say, as totems of transformation. Um, Like if you want to get mystical with it, like even put your 
jewelry, which I love to do, like bless your jewelry with crystals, like infuse energy into your accessories, your clothing, um, really set intentions with them. Like this is my jacket that's going to feel like armor, like the way Anna Wintour said about her sunglasses. This is my trademark red lip that's like my like bad bitch energy, like nothing can stop me when I wear this. Um, you can really enchant things with just your intentions because you are a magical being and just your energy alone in setting those intentions with these these physical items they they themselves turn into something new they turn into totems of transformation for you to transform moving on now to crystal recommendations my first crystal recommendation for you this scorpio season is black tourmaline i actually have a big chunker of it right next to me right now Black tourmaline is a protective black stone that soaks up negative energies and transforms anxious feelings. Perfect for Scorpio season. Next, I have rhodochrosite. It's this really tender pink crystal that kind of like looks like crystal bacon. <laughs> you have to look up pictures of it. And it promotes self-love and it's really like a heart opener that uplifts you. And it feels really just like, like I said, tender where it help you be softer with yourself as you go through all of the shadow work this Scorpio season. Next we have Epido, which helps you stand in your personal power, silence that inner critic, and tune into more of an objective look at your strengths and weaknesses. So you can really create a realistic plan to disrupt negative habits and patterns. Um, I have an Epido necklace I got this Scorpio season and whoa my god it is so powerful um, and I've already seen it do some work in my life and help me notice some negative patterns that I want to disrupt. So I highly recommend Epido for helping with shadow work. Smoky Quartz is a beautiful brownstone that connects us to earth, helps us release unwanted emotional baggage, and helps us feel stable and grounded. I love Smoky Quartz for like when, <laughs> as a Scorpio moon, I can get like up in the phys metaphysical realm, like really up there and um, feeling like I'm stuck in my crown chakra almost and then it's like woof, I need to feel grounded again need to feel like back in my body get into your root chakra smoky quartz is wonderful for that if you feel like you're kind of floating um, energetically or you feel out of body and you want to just like sink back into the present moment green calcite is my last recommendation for you and I love green calcite I mean I use all of these stones I really do um, and green calcite is great for really softening your heart and boosting compassion for yourself and for others. And it's about forgiveness and self-forgiveness. And I've used um, green calcite to have difficult conversations in relationships, um, to open up really like constructive healing conversation with friends. And it's just, it's so, so lovely for, um, yeah, for just helping you see another person's perspective and have empathy for others but also for yourself lastly we're going to end the episode with some reflection questions which we already had a lot of reflection questions in the style advice portion since it was more psychological this time but i wanted to add some more new things for you in this episode that the og episode doesn't have so some new new for you do you have an open receptive relationship with your intuition and 
remember, Scorpio is famed for their strong, strong intuition. So this is the perfect time to really strengthen that. It's like a muscle, really. So in what ways can you cultivate more trust with your intuition? You have to exercise it. So you could exercise your intuition in small practical ways, like making a decision about what you truly want to eat or um, calling someone who just pops up on your mind and you feel like this intuitive nudge like I need to catch up with them we need to just some sort of connection has to happen or walking into that coffee shop that you just feel drawn to it can even be brain dump journaling and just letting your subconscious fly free and seeing what comes out of it or you could get even more mystical and magical as is encouraged during Scorpio season you can pull your tarot or oracle cards you can um, you know meditate with your crystals and see what your intuition brings you what wisdom pops up next question in which area of your life do you feel resistance does this reveal habits or patterns you're ready to let go of so back at it again with um you know self-reflection and honesty uh sitting with the darker kind of negative parts of ourselves and understanding that it's just about healing it and integrating it and self-acceptance right so this is not about judging ourselves but just being honest so we could better like live a life of like more fulfillment and joy so maybe you need to organize your home maybe you need to look at your finances be kinder to your body um let go of the path you're on and find new jobs to pursue where there's resistance there is always an underlying reason And again, Scorpio doesn't want us to judge ourselves, but rather understand what needs to be released uh, so we can call in what will actually support us and make us truly fulfilled. Next question. Think of a past version of you that was struggling. How have you transformed since then? How are you a dream come true of that past version of you? I love this question because so many times we can get into like this building mode, which I would say is kind of like the sister sign Taurus shadow side of just like, okay, like what resources can we gather? How can we build, 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 build upon our lives, our resources, our legacy, and to just kind of have this perspective of like, wait a second, let's be present. Let's really reflect and look at how far we've come and celebrate and sit with these emotions because as much as Scorpio wants us to sit with yeah like our darker side and our emotions it just wants us to acknowledge our full spectrum of emotions period so that includes celebration joy gratitude sitting with that in reverence of yourself So I want you to do that. I want you to be in awe of yourself. Like, what are some things that, like, past you be like, holy crap. Like, we did that? How? Like, we overcame this? We now do that? Um, And that could be any age you want. But I want you to think of how you've, you've, you did it. You did it and you made yourself proud. You made a past version of you proud and I hope that you're making yourself proud now in this moment um, through this reflection. Lastly, what are you calling in for your next phase of evolution? 
as you enter this new rebirth, what must you first release? Write down all the ways your life will change once you do. I wanted to end this on a hopeful, just like optimistic note because really that's what all of this is for and it's we must release in order to invite in the new. We are a force of nature and a part of nature and connected to it and like the snake that sheds its skin, it's got this beautiful, vibrant, new, shiny skin and that caterpillar that was like melted in its cocoon uh, just bundled up and bursted forth as a beautiful butterfly and just as the leaves have shed during fall like in spring it will bloom again and with every ending comes a new beginning so what are you calling in for your new beginning i also want to just applaud you for doing the doing the inner work for having the courage to delve into the depths of your soul and to yeah to take accountability uh, for patterns as well it's not easy work um, but it's so worthwhile and I want you to understand too that healing is never a destination it's not somewhere we're going to arrive at Um, a huge part of Scorpio is understanding that we already are whole within ourselves um, that in our imperfections we are still worthy like there are obviously things that we can work on but again it's not about getting rid of all of these things about ourselves it's about integrating them and doing the best that we can because this is courageous work so I want to applaud you and know that I'm cheering you on and whatever it is that you're transforming the Scorpio season I know that you have the power in you to rise like a phoenix from the ashes at the end of it and I'm excited for you and um, yes I'm just sending you so much love so I'm wishing you an incredibly transformative powerful just super magical Scorpio season and I hope that your new beginning is yeah just full of all the light that you deserve so Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next episode. If you need guidance with your personal style, I'd love to help you with my one-on-one personal styling and confidence coaching services. Whether it's for an event, your everyday style, or a brand photo shoot, we get you ready to embody your next level of growth with true-to-you outfits you absolutely love. Check out my website at www.arielbrittany.com and follow me on Instagram at ariel.brittany. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Dress to Manifest with Ariel Brittany is a production by Yali Christina Podcast Services.